Hey, Papa Prowse, are you there? What's up? How you doing? Maybe. Yeah. I think it's fine. Doing good. We're just figuring out our microphones. We're getting a little feedback from this. From in there. You know how. You know how it goes. Uh, yeah, that's better. Setting, you know, setting things up so we can uh, take them out. So, um, yeah, I think right there is good. So yeah, how you doing out there? Doing good. Doing good, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on to East of Lake Merritt. Uh, we are talking here with uh, visionary filmmaker Ryan Prowse of Low Life, and uh, yeah, uh, what's uh, what's the half? We're just we're in the intermission of good, the bad, and the ugly. Just getting it, the third. Yes, sir. So this, is, this is all three equals. Is that the deal? All three all the time. Well, yeah, uh, so yeah, we, uh, so when you, when I mentioned we were watching The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, I was like, okay, how can we connect this to other threequels? And I was like, you know what? Who's in another threequel that Ryan and I were talking about was uh, Godfather Part 3 with Eli Wallach. (laughs) And uh, did you, uh, did you do some homework and rewatch Godfather Part 3 this week? (laughs) I I did watch it. Oh, man. Um, Whew. it's, It's the exact opposite of the bad and the ugly also in the sense of <laughs> those kind of build to a crescendo and this yeah. just plummets to uh, the depths yeah it's I, I actually think Eli Wallach does a great job in Godfather Part 3 but he's definitely uh, the, the, the big question is is, is, it, is it a parody or is it a sequel like because it has more in common with Jane Austen's Mafia than it does with <laughs> than it does with the Godfather <laughs> saga. So. I can see that. I mean, uh. Coppola definitely got pushed into it, right? And fucking hated it. So I'm yeah. sure he was like just trying to sabotage it at that point. Put his put his daughter in the role just to like extra creep it out. Well, it's, <laughs> it, it is. It's a very strange situation where he kept saying like, "Oh, like we kept trying all these other actors out," and then. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, no, like, no actor can do it. Oh, no, Winona is on the plane, but now she's sick. Well, who's here? Uh, oh, Sophia, she did a movie with me called New York Stories. I think she's good for this. <laughs> like, she knows movies. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, behind the scenes, not in front. <laughs> so, um, really messed her up, too, didn't it? Like, after that, she was like... It's tough because I feel like she's, like, the iceberg to a lot of the movie's problems in general. Because I even think, like... People were, like, praising Andy Garcia back then, and I'm like, there's some moments where it's just, like, him trying to really outdo Pacino the whole time. <laughs> Zaza! <laughs> I actually think Joey Zaza... Montaigne's performance is pretty solid in that film <laughs> for all the performances. Um, and again, trying out for uh, yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Essentially, it's yeah. an audition for the Simpsons. <laughs> and also is. to be the Evander Holyfield to uh, Garcia's uh, Vincente yeah. uh, Mike Tyson. Zaza! Zaza! <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene where uh, Andy Garcia kills a dude in the in the apartment, but like, isn't uh, Bridget Fonda like wearing his jacket after that or something? <sighs> it's it's in it, where it comes to is it's the most awkward time where. Like, it's right after the big, like, oh, hey, we're back in Godfather World, this big celebration party of Michael's christ- uh, christening him to be a saint or something. <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, you get the long, like, 30, 40-minute scene just in that, all the deals happening. And then all of a sudden, it cuts to, like, 
Garcia and Bridget Fonda like in bed together and she's like do you love me and he's like ah what and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> it's an Abel Ferreira movie <laughs> or something where it's like these two goons 70s goons that show up in like ski masks and like get bloodily like murdered <laughs> in the early apartment what I was say was like it does feel like he's riffing on cause like well okay so yeah Carlito's way was later right but it feels like a De Palma sort of like like is he riffing on other crime films or something or trying yeah. a different sort of style or trying to change the style up or something because it's just funky because it feels like the there's a lot of weird things are going in the middle of that movie because it feels like the beginning and end are like this is the Godfather genre this is this is the Godfather saga the the big elated climax and the big opening sequence and then in this middle which is and and I guess originally was shorter and theatrical and they like added like 10 20 minutes or something to all the blu-rays that exist now on this of which one of godfather part three like it was a shorter movie when it came out what they add uh, i think it's almost three hours it's still the shortest godfather movie but when it came out it was like the it was even shorter so i don't know what he added like i think maybe some extra scenes of like them in sicily and Oh, by the way, what's up with, like, Pacino and Diane Keaton doing some, like, Annie Hall thing in Sicily? <laughs> like, like, and her hair, like, like, who decided on this hair the whole time? It's like a raccoon shat on her or something. It's really sad. Um, I just feel like, and it, and it seems like also Keaton is, is the only one who's, like, uh, Sophia Coppola feels comfortable around, because if you notice, like, they're working off each other, because they're mother-daughter, I guess, in the movie, but... It's like she almost seems like she's like, oh, good job, kid. Like, I know this yeah. is a total fucking trash fire, <laughs> but <laughs> we're getting through it. Um, I actually dig Wallach a lot in that movie, though. Um, I always feel like, and, he, and his death is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like such a sweet, especially by that time, he's like older, like sweet presence, you know. But I think there's like this creepy, weird underlying factor with him and Talia Shire, because in the beginning, like when they introduced Wallach's character, um, his name's escapes me right now in, in the... Uh, do you remember his name in Godfather Part 3? Um, uh, Eli Wallach. I Eli Wallach, okay. Is that he, like, opens with, like, him, and he's got, like, that little weird fist cane, and he's just sort of, like, he's like, oh, like, he like the, one of the first lines is like, I remember when I hold you in my arms to, like, tell you Shire. And it's, like, setting up this ending where she gives him the, the poison cannoli. Yeah. And, and sort of, like, <laughs> she's watching him the whole time through her binoculars, all Hitchcock status. Like to see him die slowly, and I'm like, was there something else going on between those those two characters no, the whole time? <laughs> so, but um, see, we're not gonna do an episode of Godfather Part Three here. You're gonna be the you're gonna you're, you're it. <laughs> on, we've been voted down. The public has spoken too on Godfather <laughs> Part Three as a no. Oh, really? So, um, uh, though they they definitely agree that we should do Karate Kid Part Three. Yeah, Part Three um, is cool. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, uh, that's the, uh, I love, that's where he, like, plants the tree on the side of the... Yep, yep. Yes, indeed, yeah, and it's, and it's essentially, um, Daniel and and Miyagi, like, in a, clearly in a, in a marriage relationship, and they're... It's not going well. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the, it's the, it's the hump years, you know, it's, it's the, you know, you know, we haven't gotten to silver yet, (laughs) oh, we're gonna see silver, you know, uh, anniversary... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, um, 
But yeah, uh, yeah. So God, this is as much as you're gonna you're pulling out as much Godfather Part Three we're gonna get out of this season of prequels. Um, though overall, I would have wanted to see a Godfather Part Four from what I was reading about what they wanted to do with it. Could have been interesting. I feel like if they did, or or could have been a total disaster. So, thoughts. <laughs> Let's hear it. What was it? What was so, oh, so, so there's an article about five or six years ago um, that I guess Garcia was really behind Godfather 4 to get made because it was going to be mainly about Vincent. But it was going to do like the Godfather Part 2 thing, which was going to go into a younger um, version of, of Santino, Sonny's character. And it was going to maybe be played by Leonardo DiCaprio at the height of like you know, Gangs in New York era. And so, or right before. And then they were also going to then cut in between with De Niro as a little older uh, Don Vito and how he came to power further in his story. And so I was like, you know what? I kind of would dig yeah, that as like that a series. Be, that would be really cool. Yeah, I would, it's just like a 10-part series that would continue on. Um, and I think they would have gotten into like the Kennedy assassination, things like that a little bit. I just would have loved to have seen uh, DiCaprio in like the tight curly uh, James Conn wig, <laughs> which probably looked like Diane Keaton's wig in, uh, <laughs> in Godfather Part Three. There's this moment in Godfather Part Three where like Diane Keaton, like some like priest with like flowers, just like almost like runs her over <laughs> with the, on a bike, and she just like does that laugh like from a Woody Allen, movie, and you're just like, wait, what movie am I watching right now? <laughs> Like, <laughs> um, well, yeah, guys, uh, so I think we'll shift from Godfather Part 3. I think Chris and Steve have some questions to ask. Yeah? Uh, what do you, uh, what you guys got for Mr. Ryan Prowse, the, or as I call him, Papa Prowse, proudly? Well, uh, this is Chris, uh, what's up, man? Um, hey, man. Uh, I always ask everybody, uh, what, what's your favorite, uh, threequel? Oh, let's see. Um, Sorry to put you on the spot, but... Yeah, no. I, I, I mean, <laughs> We're talking three cools. Uh, Rocky three when I was a kid, was like my shit. Like, I watched that movie so many times. So yes, yes. It is a um, great one. And, you know, I like... It's fun because it, like, continues the thing, but does its own spin on it as well, which I think is cool, like, I just recently was re-watching all the Alien movies, too, and you know, like, I mean, the second one's genius of, like, changing right. the, like, you're not gonna do the first one as good, you know, like a horror thing or whatever, Definitely, so, like, changing yeah. the genre. And then three, you know, like, it's got its issues, but it's kind of... It it's still cool fun, idea. I feel like. <laughs> um, but yeah. Rocky three, same sort of deal, like, getting into, like, wild-ass 80s, you know, MTV editing action shit yeah. in a fucking Rocky movie and turning right. it into a cartoon. It's, it's pretty rad. <laughs> it starts off right from the beginning, too, right? Like, right yeah, from the title like, credits, it's just like, it's like, this is a different movie. <laughs> two to remake one, basically. Exactly, yeah. Lengthen out one, so. Yeah. I love that. Good that I'm the awesome. I haven't seen that in a little bit, but, um, I actually just, I got the Funny enough, got the two Blu-rays of the of the uh, the first two. So I, I was like, I just re- recently rewatched both of those, and those are 
like the second one holds up a lot better. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Being. Like it's fucking so fun. Yeah, the the, um, the villain is is better in part two. I feel like right. Yeah, and I man, just that that shot alone of him laughing and then it goes to the, the poster is yeah. like fucking yeah. like face <laughs> the ticket right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what, so genius. What do you feel like? Uh, um, Lee Van uh, Lee Van Cleef's character in in uh, for a few dollars more compared to uh, Good the Bad the Ugly. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Like he's like yeah, like a lot more of like a father. So I, like I had forgot that was the big part I had forgotten. Where in my mind you, there's a lot more Clint in the second one than there actually is. Like it's more his yep. movie, Lee Van Cleef's movie. Yeah. Um, and that little gun is cool, and I don't know, like, all the touches to it is really cool, and, like, the, the standoff, it's not as good as, as Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, oh, but course, it's yeah. sort of that proto standoff in the end is pretty dope. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to me, those movies build really well, where he's, like, learning how to make movies, and, you know, and, like, really expanding his craft, um, whereas The Godfather is a... <laughs> <laughs> At least the drop off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think two. I mean, two's my favorite, probably over. But I love one just because that's like an impossible movie that he made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's given everything in part two. Is just like, oh yeah, just whatever you need. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And also, he's like, fuck you. I'll just you know leave and if I, if you don't give it to me. But yeah, the first one. I mean, that's like talk about overcoming hardships holy yeah. lord I can't imagine there, there's a version out there of Frank Sinatra starring as a <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I mean, like, the book yeah um, which I love that book when I was like a teenager I used to read the shit out of that book but um <laughs> they have this whole extra storyline it's so fucking weird and it's like um the Frank Sinatra character who I mean that that character's like in there for like a second you know, beginning. that's who they like set up to get him the part or whatever um but you follow that and his girlfriend in vegas is like she needs like vaginal reconstructive surgery it's such a oh, weird like subplot <laughs> like wow. i can't remember why or what <laughs> um odd, odd. so you wow. cut that part out like maybe that would be like you save some of that for four and they're wow. like we're yeah, have the magical <laughs> surgery. <laughs> Part, four. Part four, yeah. We're saving off the side, the side bits. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Stephen, do you have a question for Ryan at all? Hmm. We can go around the our our new YouTube series. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been abducted, no. Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, we're developing a new series about uh, alien abductions, and mainly uh, our videos that we were exposed to by YouTube. And so it's a live streaming video that'll will be coming out this summer. And uh, we're uh, would you like to be a guest on that? Because <laughs> what the real question is, would you like to talk aliens um, later on? Sure, <laughs> yeah. always. Um, you're from. Uh, Oh yeah, you're from you're from Georgia. You're from uh, the president actually acknowledged their UFO. <laughs> UFO. That's right. It's, I was like, oh, what's like how we tie into that? And it's like, yeah, he actually went on record saying there was a lap beam in the sky when he was running for governor of Georgia, like in the early si- in the late sixties. 
of Jimmy Carter. He saw a well, beam of light. He saw a beam of light. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, when I was a kid, I grew up in Atlanta, and I was pretty young, but this apartment me and my mom lived in, um, we come in there one day, and there's, like, fucking secret service, and it was, like, a real ratty-ass apartment, like, secret service all over the place. It was, like, oh, wild, shit. and Jimmy Carter's daughter was moving in the apartment above us, and all the secret <laughs> service guys were, like, helping, like, move couches. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she went, like, she was going to college or something? She's gonna live here. Like, it was straight up, like, college style, like... <laughs> <laughs> like we're breaking through the windows, repelling down, yeah. <laughs> Because I was younger, but uh, Jimmy, Jimmy was apparently there. My mom got to see him. Oh, that's amazing! Oh wow! Hello there, Miss Prowse. How are you doing today? Not not to say like every Southerner has seen Jimmy uh, Carter, but probably everybody's actually met. Yep, always always basking that sunlight there, uh, Jimmy. He's like building out. Like he's probably building the houses now. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> don't mind me the little green man said build houses for everyone <laughs> so it's just funny I've been re-watching um, Simpsons episodes on Disney Plus and how much like in the 90s they just they just make fun of Carter so much <laughs> yeah, it's just like this running joke it's like well it's making fun of people who bash on Carter because yeah just the 80s was just like it was like we don't want people like Jimmy Carter around yeah. <laughs> and here we are yeah. today. so yeah. you want people like Bernie Getz well, what's the story here yeah. <laughs> the original yeah, Paul Kersey so um well yeah um we're probably gonna be venturing into some interesting territory as we've kind of played a lot of our favorite threes so far but we're looking into, uh, I just did a poll, that's where the Godfather Part 3 said a big no. But, um, ra- we're, we're, we are venturing into, uh, Death Wish 3 territory, yeah. for oh, sure. Man. I haven't seen those movies in forever. You know, it's interesting, they, they only exist within the 80s. And I feel like that's what I kind of tell people, like, if you take the newest Rambo film, which, have which you seen? just watched recently, yeah, fucking atrocious it, it, it's, a, it's, it's atrocious did you see the extended version by the way uh, I, don't know. I don't think so it was like whatever was on Amazon or whatever so, so Amazon has two versions of it there's an international version where it actually gives more character development to who he is now back in like in the states but it opens with this in- not see that. it just opens with him like in his small like young yeah. adopted niece or whatever the fuck <laughs> but if wow. you if you take that movie and you put it in 1985 it's the perfect canon film it absolutely oh, makes it's definitely canon yeah it's, it's just, just weird that it's like yeah. even the last one is like you know like it's over the top yeah. a little <laughs> bit better like it actually achieves it just is like okay we're just gonna do a uh, no no like politics whatever version of just a wild ass fucking action movie with like super gore or whatever and like this is like a weird like wrapping politics up in it which you know didn't work with the third one either so I don't know it's it, a weird like step back after he kind of nailed it with the fourth one because in, in some ways I feel like this this movie would make more sense instead of the third one in where it's placed I feel like is it's like 
oh yeah, he fought the war, he went back to Vietnam, now he's back home, and now it's like this, it's a border war, you know, or it's like it's rival, you know, factions, because it goes back and forth. Though he was at one point, I guess, going to do the Super Predator one. Have you heard about this? Where he was, like, hired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in some ways, like, I don't know. But it's interesting because I feel like that Last Blood really, like, it's like, it's, it's and also just, he's essentially, like, it's a, it's like a Jason Voorhees origin story movie, I feel like, in some ways. Oh, well, yeah. He's just enjoying. It, I just love the, like, in no way, shape, or form being subtle about, like, constantly, like, rip my heart out, ripping, like, they just talk about heart ripping so much, it's like, this motherfucker's yeah. about to rip someone's heart out on screen. <laughs> and then it literally <laughs> happens. <laughs> I'd say, just go back and watch the extended version, because it's just the opening sequence of how weird the opener is to that movie. Because it's clearly, like, they were either going to script a different film, or they just were like, we need to add something, and then they realized, oh, we don't need this, because it has nothing to do with, like, the cartel, or or drug tra- or sex trafficking or anything. It's just like him being like the lone ranger in the woods, like being a search and rescue guy, and it's just a strange setup. Um, I did not see that one. I didn't yeah, see that one. it's I didn't just check it out. yeah, just to see it. But it's like, but it's like, if you think of the movie, it's like the perfect canon film in 1988 instead of Rambo three. And Rambo three should have been like the fourth Rambo movie or something. I don't know, <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah, so tying it all back to threes on that end. Uh, Rambo 3 definitely is coming, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, what, is there a threequel that you would have want since you're, you know, you're, a, you're a film director and writer? Is there a threequel you've always talked about wanting to do or one that you wish the series had that you said, oh, that's my good pitch for it? Like, for a while, like I always like said, oh, I have a good Die Hard 4 or, or Scream 3 that would have been a better alternative than what came out? Do you have something like that? Um, let's see. I mean, not really off the top of my head, just in the sense of, like, um... More like dream projects, maybe. Like, uh, dream sequels? <laughs> dream sequels. Like so, something I mean, like I, I had been pitched, and I had pitched on, and I had been pitching for a while, just, like, that, like grew up reading this series of books and Spencer novels that like they also made like Spencer for Hire from and then I actually pitched on that version that that just came out recently like in you know it's not my fave but um I feel like you could do something kind of cool with that but it, it's like you know it's, it's the old like to me like the Indiana Jones thing where it's like yeah. I pitched on that Spencer movie uh, fucking five years ago four years ago something like that like a while ago so you know then it was just like fuck it I'll just write my own version of it so I just mm. went and did like a you know like my my take on what that character would be uh, for cool. a script that's going around now so yeah. I, I feel like that's always kind of the thing it's like I mean definitely where I'm at in my career it's like you know you kind of just have to come up with like sort of your own stuff or pitch on stuff once they once you kind of do um, you know if you get in a meeting or whatever but I, I will say another thing I, I mean it's not a threequel but I would well I guess it could be kind of but I always wanted to do a um, fuck a Conan would be so cool yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. do like a King Conan now yeah. with like Schwarzenegger back like Conan would be so fucking rad 
Yeah, what's what's up with that series? Because I feel like low life, you could definitely pitch with that, and be like, I did something similar with a with. <laughs> it's with, like with King Conan. Yeah, yeah it's like um, it's like a luchador, a barbarian. <laughs> like, <not so> <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, Frank Razzetti poster, where are you at? <laughs> so yeah, at one um, point, I know I, I'm almost kind of like even just on like a, a nerd tip, more of like you know, I was at one point. Like they were talking about uh, Verhoeven doing a Conan. Uh, oh damn! Which, that's a, that's a lot of big swinging dicks. Yeah. A lot of nudity. Uh, a lot of nudity. It, it wasn't it called flesh perfect, plus though. blood. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like, flesh, flesh, flesh and blood. blood yeah. 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 yeah so is it flesh and blood or flesh plus blood? Some people call I think it. It's flesh and blood, but like stylized all the stupidest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that would have been wild, but I mean, I wish you could get in that room and just—I would say this is the guy. <laughs> just, but then you know, again, that—that that, I feel like, yeah, what was it? Ten years ago, we had the Momoa remake. That, um, I think there's some good stuff going on in it, but man, that movie was just like a lot of cooks in the kitchen on that thing. So yeah, and it's all so. just always this CGI fast bullshit. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. man, what the fuck? You know, what does this have to do with? what we're what we're all here for yeah because exactly, yeah. I, I feel like with that that remake because I, I recently rewatched it and i was like you know what like i liked that they went into the father story a little bit more like he didn't get killed off right away and it's ron perlman like i was like great casting yeah, yeah. uh for who could be conan's dad yeah. in a in a new new version but then it's just sort of like and then it just sort of was like wait where are we and like what movie is this kind of thing but i feel like yeah it's and then, yeah, and then I just, I know Arnold's always talking about it. It's like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. You've done how many Terminators? It's yeah. like, <laughs> so. Yeah, do one more Conan. Just do one more Conan. Finish finish the job. Yeah. So, um, it's definitely a uh, hindsight on that one. Well, um, I think that's pretty much, yeah, we do need a third Conan movie, and I think Ryan Prowse, I think you should be the one making it, so... Uh, <laughs> King Conan. King Conan. Conan. You heard it first here. Co-directed with uh, Verhoeven. Yeah. Uh, Prowse, Verhoeven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He could, he could executive produce it. It'd be great. I do feel... <laughs> I do what's funny is that, like... That's my uh, rant, like, bringing back Kurosawa. Like, my yeah. version of that is fucking Paul Verhoeven doing Conan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because... Verhoeven hasn't, hasn't done, like, a big-scale film since, like, Black Book, I think, was maybe? Because maybe, like, all these are, like, really small movies he's been making now. Yeah, even Black Book's kind of small. Small, like, like, I guess... I guess, like, I guess Hollow, Hollow Man? Man? Hollow, no, Hollow Man, yeah. He doesn't want to fuck with the studios. Yeah. He's like, I'm fine with my uh, Euro style. I mean, that... Yeah. Hell, that was awesome. Um, he still got it. It's just, yeah, like, does he want yeah. the headache of... Maybe I wonder if he's it. using that script for uh, for his Jesus movie or the Jesus book that he I know he was writing or <laughs> gonna create. I know that he was he's obsessed with it. He's like this. I'm a big atheist, but I love that story <laughs> kind of thing. Like, uh, and have lots of sex <laughs> more than that <laughs> than the Gibson or the Scorsese one. <laughs> so, um, but uh, but yeah. So on that end, um, anything. Uh, how how are things going with you in uh with the COVID times? I know you got an extra three months uh, extended on that. Are you just yeah. is it is it's just been uh I've been it's been actually good in the sense of 
productivity. Like I've been able to write a lot. Like I, I got two scripts out recently, so that was dope. Awesome. One, nice. just, one's making the rounds now, and then uh, one, one's in the hopper, ready to go. Yeah, I hear that there's like new code and conduct coming out now for all of us for yeah, making movies. Yeah, announced or like they may yeah. have done it. I thought it was maybe this week, but as yeah. far as even like, uh, you have a buddy who was shooting a movie right before all this shut down that yeah we talked about it on the other thing that Shay uh, yeah Shay wrote and um, we're gonna have Shay on in, probably in a couple weeks also oh, cool. so yeah yeah and, they, and, yeah and just I think they're gonna have to like put people up and quarantine them for like two weeks before they shoot and all this kind of crazy stuff so wow know, cool. yeah I know yeah he was in Montana so that's an easy place to quarantine <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just can't go out roping and riding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, nice. on that man, uh, yeah, and just uh, I mean, it was it was a, it was an actual pleasure to get low life another another showing out there. Yeah, that was uh, fun. Yeah. yeah, that was a good turnout too. That was a good amount of people. Yeah, no no bots happened. Nothing. We we got shut down like a week or two earlier by some bots and. Another episode, we talked to the the guy who runs the film festival, uh, and how we had to like stop our screening and stuff because we had all these yeah. annotations up and everything. So that sucks. So well, you know, it was like I'm like we'll just get all monstro after them if they, uh, yeah. if they yeah. try that. So, um, uh, Father Monstro is watching over us. <laughs> we, yeah. He all is. I found it. <laughs> um, well, cool, man. Uh, anything else, guys? I think uh, got a good. 30 minutes with y'all don't mean to take up any thank you so much for your time I know it was yeah, thank, yeah. all this stuff yeah, we watched Low Life uh, on the live zoom screening the other night we all uh, want to know where we can get that vinyl <laughs> soundtrack <laughs> I went searching I, I Lakeshore yeah it's hard to US, find it. what <laughs> UK <laughs> so uh, and Veda I think is the UK one and then okay. Lakeshore is it not do you not get it I went searching for it on Lakeshore and I didn't seem to find it, but I hmm. maybe it's I a, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's it's good, man. Yeah, uh, I got <laughs> I have an I have an extra. I think I have an extra copy. I'll mm-hmm. slide it to you next time I see. You. Oh okay, yeah. Well, well, six feet apart, slide it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's a good question. I probably will see you in a visual sense before I see you. It's very like Kenobi to Luke Skywalker. I call it right now. It's like. (laughs) You weren't even supposed to be in this one. What are you doing here? (laughs) Hey, I brought the six pack. Right now, <laughs> I have new powers, Steve. Oh, that's like, what? <laughs> it's on. I just looked it up on Discogs. So you can get the thing. It's okay. Eighteen bucks. Okay. Nice. All nice. right. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to yeah. check that out. Yeah, we'll have a little listening party. Yeah, I just got Sorcerer on a on a LP from a Waxwork, and uh, that that's a that's a choice <laughs> choice soundtrack. Also, that is nice. So yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I, thank you again for taking out the time for, with us. We just—I uh, know we talked a lot of Godfather three, but I felt like that that needed at least some, some from the yeah. from the yeah, expert. It needs to be talked about. Watch that fucking movie again. You gotta talk about it. Which one? I 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Well, if you want to talk more, we can definitely talk more. Also, but you know, you don't want to take <laughs> take up like three, you know, three hours. I think, Zaza. <laughs> well, that movie changes so much direction after Zaza's gone. Like, you're like, wait, where are we like now? Like, this is this is like, what episode of the Netflix is this? Like, yeah, it, like, it turns into like the young pope or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it is it, the yeah, whole plot yeah, with the pope. Oh, yeah, he was such a good pope because he, he, he absolved me of my sins <laughs> and and my and my low diet my my diabetes, my low blood sugar. <laughs> That wasn't a stroke. It wasn't a stroke. <laughs> oh my god! It's just like it just to me like there's times where I feel like people are committed so much in that movie, and other times it's like how it's shot. Like is like Pacino in the same room with everybody? It's like someone in the corner kind of like, thing. Like like there's yeah. a shot yeah, like his, his phase right like it's changed by that point. So. Well, like there's this moment right after he shoots the thugs, um, Andy Garcia like. There he's Garcia and and Talia Shire in the room in like in a hallway, like of 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 um of Mark Leone's house, and then there's this long shot of them, and then it keeps cutting to Pacino's Corleone in like in the house, but like in like far away and talking to them, like he's there but he's not. Like it's clearly like a two days. Yeah, it's like a yeah, different day yeah. set of lighting's different everything. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> It's a fuck you movie. It's a fuck yeah. you movie. Shire's character, though, is dope. Connie, is yeah. like, her change is cool. Like, there is, like you said, there is cool stuff in it. There is. Yeah. Nonsense. It's it's the Tally Shire that we, uh, that we never got, essentially, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's it definitely in the change. Like, a cold matron is pretty dope. Yeah. Another, I mean. Another uh, Rocky Three uh, reference there. Yeah. Tally Shire, <laughs> man. She was not just screaming. She probably loved it. She's like, doesn't have to scream, like, you can't do it. You can't win. Like, over and over again. I do, I do like how she was probably shooting that and a Rocky Five at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah, so, uh. Probably. Standing on top of a stairway, just looking down. Yeah. Concerned and or evil. <laughs> watching watching Eli Wallach die slowly from the poison cannoli. Like, which movie am I in? Am I watching Tommy Gunn beat the yeah. fuck out of my husband on a? Tommy Gunn. Oh, oh. Uh, before we go, we got to talk about the sure. Tom Hagen Tom Hagen stories, <laughs> like Tom Hagen's priest's son, like John Savage, like what? <laughs> like talk about him, yeah. we'll talk about like an insult to Robert Duvall. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he got cut out, right? Or no, he he didn't want to do it or something. Like he. <laughs> The story went that Pacino asked for all this money plus grosses or something because he knew like it's it's the cash in, yeah. and then like they offered Duvall like a way lower amount, and Duvall's like fuck this like I'm not doing it, and they're like okay whatever and so like it's like or like you gotta t- have Pacino get paid less or something, and they're like well we can't because like or we just have to kill Pacino, because there's that there's the big question of Godfather Part Three starting with the death of Michael Corleone like it's his funeral. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so they were just like, okay, um, let's get rid of you. And so we'll do a twofer. We'll split Tom Hagen's character into George Hamilton and, and John Savage as his son, who's a priest. And we only will mention him as, oh, may God rest his soul at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, uh, it's smart, but. It's a fuck you, though. Yeah. But then, like, John Savage's character is, like, this, like, weird sort of, like, mole for, like, the Corleone family with the Vatican. 
And like he, and then like there's just nothing really explained about it. And then at the end, when like you know, That's why he's the priest? He has an inside priest. But he, I don't know what he's doing because at the end, like the, his direction is hilarious. Um, when uh, when Sophia gets killed, and he's just in the background like doing like this really weird pantomime of the cross. <laughs> and like, and you're like, like did anyone like tell John Savage what to do other than like just uh, they just caught act him like, they, they, they just caught him like like. <laughs> Like improving right there. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's yeah, really bizarre. That. So, it's a fuck you. Uh, it's like, it was Coppola being smart with his shots like that, just a fuck you to Columbia because he owed him all those movies back after what's it called? Uh, um, two, two from the heart, or one from the heart. Oh, sorry. the one from the heart. I actually yeah. think one from the heart's aged pretty well. So um, he he, he, so. Was, he he had to make like three or four movies. Yeah. Back for Columbia to get out of the red. Yeah, kind of zoetrope. The dreams of zoetrope that yeah. never happened except as in a winery or a cafe. All right, <laughs> yes. Well, I guess it's still in existence. Of uh, it's there. Yeah, we've been trying to get um. So we adding, should, we should go to the the winery <laughs> and then just bring the microphone and see if he's. <laughs> so I I do have something. Is Francis I, here? Is Francis here? So my 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 coworker at the theater um he was. Uh, just getting out of high school and he was part of a theater troupe in Oakland Coppola kind of like roped him and his and some of his friends uh, to become production assistants on Godfather Part 3 and so I'm kind of saving we were going to get him as a guest a while back for He Got Game and uh, he has like stories his only credit to IMDb is that he was a production assistant on Godfather Part 3 that's awesome and (laughs) he also worked on Dracula uh, for a little bit I I love Dracula yeah, Dracula is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, though, maybe we'll talk about it another time, but yeah, the script to Dracula is like, I'm like, wait, what was there? Like, it's essentially like, it seemed like he just got like a paper bare bones script and was like, you know what? I can just go crazy with the art design yeah, and you know, and everything. It's a visual movie. It's cool. And so. It's a total visual movie. Yeah. Which is interesting yeah, that he. So, yeah. so good. Yeah, oh, like, it's stunning. Uh, that design. So. Yeah. Like those costumes, that, that woman that did the crazy-ass costumes are so cool. Yeah. Yep. That's at the winery. I remember as a kid going there, and you uh, you see all the costumes yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, like really? That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That, like, musculature armor. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That and the... And, and, and the uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff is just, like... Gary Oldman like complaining that it's like uncomfortable the whole time, and you're like, dude, <laughs> you look fucking rad. Like, just calm down. Like, yeah. It's looking great, dude. It's just gonna be great. It was at the height of Gary's drinking, where he was definitely like not. He was on that borderline of we want to make movies with Gary, but Gary's we can't. He's hard to work with, kind of thing. Um, I I don't know. My my I don't even met Gary Ryan, but Gary's a sweetheart. I've I've had nothing but great things to say about him. No, I'm Uh, not met Gary. Call him Gary. 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 Dude, he was like the nicest guy that night uh, at the Cine family. Like I was just like. Like, and he's like, yeah, because he's not drinking. <laughs> People got saying so. <laughs> so. I was like, whoa. He's not going to kill you. <laughs> so, but, um, well, asshole Gary Oldman. Well, I think all it went to was Nil by Mouth, which is this amazing film that no one talks about enough. Uh, with that's him. a great movie. Oh, yeah. So. And um, I love, uh, I just rewatched recently, um, oh, shit, what's the uh, Sean Penn one with him where they're like, ah. Irish, kitchen Irish. Remember I was telling you the, yeah, the 90s. Oh, one, State uh, of Grace. State of Grace. State of yeah. Grace, yeah. yeah. Wow. Phil Janu's movie. Oh, man. Yeah, man. That's yeah, a, that, that, I want to watch that's that. A, that's a pretty fun movie. 
That's a long one too. I remember that being. Yeah, it's it a, is long. Yeah, it's, it's so cool how it's set up. I'm gonna ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen for it. Go for it. But, uh, yeah. You know, it, the whole thing is Sean Penn's like an undercover cop. It's kind of like Departed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, but it's so cool because like you don't know that for the first like 30 minutes of the movie or whatever. Like it's you, you follow him kind of re-meeting hmm. everybody and all that sort of shit, and then it comes out like I I, I was. I was impressed with that when I rewatched it, like how they kind of set that up. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was definitely one of those movies. I feel like for you know Phil Johnny not having like a big name and but like the cast and the diver, it's like those are the films that are not being made like anymore. Like those twenty thirty million dollar yeah. like crime movies yep. or adult yeah. dramas that yep. I really feel like that, I mean that's the well, again shaped our the, shit. <laughs> the, Ver, the Verhoeven yeah, you, know, you know stuff that you know he could work comfortably in. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I keep hearing stories that stuff might come back, but then, I mean, at this point, I'm just like, is this, it's all going to be streaming movies, essentially? You just got to get streaming money to make yeah, movies yeah. like that. Yeah, just so. TV, TV shit, you know, a lot yeah. of that just goes to TV, which then they just drag it out because they want to yeah. make, like, a whole season of it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, let us know um, on new stuff happening uh, you know, coming soon. Uh, I'm really excited to see more stuff and let me, uh, let us know if we can promote you in any which way. So, um, cool. yeah, yes. we are officially the podcast for the film festival as well. Now another hole in the head, uh, presents. So we're doing that and just building the empire from, from the East of Lake Merritt. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, we're trying to get out. Yeah. There. <laughs> well, say hi to the missus for me as well. Always, right, always a pleasure. So. Yeah, thanks. Yep. All right. It was nice talking right, to you, man. You. All right. Thanks, Take Ryan. care. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll get him back on for, uh, you heard of this? <laughs> hey, you heard of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tie that in. All so, right. Well, well, let's take another break. Take another break. Yeah. I'm Benji. Uh, Steve. This is Chris. Yeah. Criminal Chris. Inter- interruption.